Okay, so I'm coming here today to express my observation and analysis of who of the 2020 debate that aired on September 27th, 2020 between President Trump and former Vice President Biden. Um, I would like to say that um, throughout this episode, I will be um, using or referencing rhetorical um, appeals that is in the art of persuasion, which is logos, that's logical reasoning, ethos, which is characteristics or like your character, and then pathos, which deals with emotion. And these appeals are um, seen in all types of persuasion. Um, they help you to be efficient, to persuade your audience. However, in this debate, I would like to discuss how there was a lack of logos, ethos, and pathos, and how it hindered um, each candidate's um, efficient, efficiency, um, effective efficiency of using uh, the art of persuasion. Okay. So I would like to begin with um, President Trump. I think that he made a lot of general statements which lacked logos. Um, when he was asked about, uh, when he was asked on why he believed, why he believed that Justice Barrett should take the court he made a general statement and said, "We have the state, we have the Senate, we have the White House, and we have we have a phenomenal nominee." Um, he's referring to uh, Justice uh, Barrett, and he uh, generalizes her abilities by saying that she is good in all ways. That a professor at Notre Dame. Um, in other places, as he refers to, um, thinks that she is going to be fantastic and outstanding um, and good to serve the court. However, in this moment, he used, he should have used logos to explain um, the, his logical reasoning on why he believed she should be on the court. And with that being said, I mean that he should have used um like specific instances in which she um, has been fantastic in um, um, the political realm that they're in, um, what she will bring to the table of the court, you know, her her policies, what she believes, her values, and how she will help the court and not hinder the court. Um, we also see this in Vice President um, Vice President Biden as well. He does a lot of um, comparisons of how President Trump um, has not been able to efficiently do what he needs to do as president. Um, he also, um, when asked about uh, his his vice president um, that he's campaigning with, he they they tell him that they say, Mr. Vice President, I want to pick up 
one of the pickup on the question though um you say the public can can trust the scientists but they can't trust president trump in fact you said that again tonight your running mate senator harris goes further saying that public health experts will be muzzled will be suppressed even the fact that the polls already show that people are concerned about the vaccine and are reluctant to t- reluctant to take it are you and your running mate senator contributing to that fear and he asked um vice president biden about the um about just healthcare in general and how his running mate senator harris um stated that public health experts um will be muzzled and suppressed and from a standpoint of the audience um knowing that there's a pandemic going on um uh, hearing that his running mate feels that public health experts will be muzzled and suppressed um it's kind of debatable on if vice president um Biden supports a vaccine for the coronavirus so Biden then says no more than the question you just asked you pointed it out he puts pressure and disagrees with his own scientists well no no you trust the scientists she didn't say that so basically he's saying he used this moment to say to um state president trump's downfalls but he also doesn't accept the fact that senator harris also said that public health experts will be muzzled and will be suppressed even though it's documented is even though it's document documented he says we trust the scientists and she didn't say that however he re, um the moderator requotes her and says that that public experts will be muzzled and suppressed and even Trump says she did say that and Biden then goes on and says well that's what he's going to try to do but there are millions of scientists there are thousands of scientists out there like here at this great hospital that don't work for him their job does not depend on him that's not that they they're the people and by the way and then Trump obviously cuts him off. So, with that being said, I would like to say that um in this moment he should have used the a logical standpoint when he should have um said yes, she did say that and then explain her reasoning on why she said that. But instead, he um he doesn't come to the fact that she did say it and he then directs um he directs the statement on to President Trump even though President Trump did not say this. Um in this instance it's very important that um when somebody has documentation of somebody saying something that you come to the conclusion that yes it happened and this is a reasoning why instead of putting this putting the the blame onto somebody else because then um the audience will see that you're not accepting what you said you're not um telling the truth you're trying to avoid the issue and state how another person is wrong and how you're right um also i would like to say that the candidates um or candidate um Donald Trump dramatized his um ethos which is characteristics um i think it is important to use ethos to show people um your 
credibility like why you deserve to be president however throughout the debate he uses it um consistently um he says we won the 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 house we won uh we won so this is why we are able to do this or um he says that um people always say that i've done a phenomenal job um he also says that he's done more for the black community than any other person um besides lincoln um with that being said these type of statements are kind of generalized as i said at the beginning um because they lack um, they lack the ability to relate to his audience he's not explaining why it matters that he did all of these things um and are they provable you know like did you you say that you did this for the black community how did you do it you know we're going back to logos logos these are kind of interconnected and he says that um that he wants to uh build a health care plan that is better than obamacare so then how does he want to do this you know how is he credible to do this how will he effectively do it based on his ethos and he lacks this in the debate to explain how he as president is able to get it done he just makes a general statement that you know that he'll get it done that it will be done whether he do it whether he do it before um before the end of his presidency or even after if he wins um and then with that being said we get to pathos and pathos is emotion you know and emo- pathos is a very important appeal rhetorical appeal and persuasion because it's going to move your audience you know emotionally um however um we see that president Trump lacks emotion and vice president Biden actually has more emotion if anything during the debate he directs his he directs his statements to the audience by stating that hey like i see you in those people that are sitting right now in the um on your couch you know i see you and i know that you are hurting and if you just go out to the polls get him out of the office and we shall help you but then president trump in times where emotion is needed lacks it. so for example when he was asked about um the coronavirus instead of using emotional appeal instead of using an emotional appeal to state his concern for all the american people that have died and may or may not um suffer um health concerns at for the virus he instead says um that is china's fault and that also it's biden's fault because he believed that he was xenophobic and he shouldn't have closed the um he shouldn't have closed the border basically and how since he was getting too much uh debate on if he should if he should close the um borders 
than Biden and everybody else. Um, it was their fault because he would have tried to close it sooner, but people were calling him xenophobic. And he might have a point. However, in this moment, he should have used this position to, in a sense, not apologize, but show his concern that the virus is um, prevalent and that you know, as president, it's hard to see people die every day and that it's going to be his job before he leaves office to make sure that the people that have been suffering will suffer no longer. And also, you see this in his statements with um, when they talk about Breonna Taylor, um, Black Lives Matter versus white supremacy. And then uh, he makes a lot of statements where they're not really related to the public, like to the audience and how they're feeling. Instead, he makes um, statements saying that, you know, that he'll get it done, that um, the reason why everything's going on is because of the radical left, when he's referring to the Democratic Party. But then for Biden, we see that, you know, he um, shows his sympathy with the audience, like, you know, uh, I just want to give out my uh, my sympathies to the people that have suffered and so on and so forth. So with all that being said, um, this debate was very rigorous um, and it can be hard to say who really won this specific debate, but I think I've come to the conclusion that Vice President Biden won in this case because President Trump did um, make a lot of general statements. He lacked a lot of emotion, um, logical reasoning, and he used too much of his characteristic traits um, to persuade his audience. However, this does not mean that Biden um, did a phenomenal job. It just means that President Trump needed to work on his efficiency of using persuasion. Um, and Biden just did a little bit better. Um, I think we can also learn from both of them that um, in settings like this, it's very important that you use the art of persuasion to help your audience because in settings like this, um, we have people that are Republicans, that are Democrats, but then we have people that are kind of just in the middle who don't really know who to choose. Um, and the debates are used to help clarify um, their policies, um, their values, and how they will, as president, help the American people. And in those moments, um, the people that are undecided, they can get clarity. But in the debate of this one that aired on September 27th, I think it would have been hard to decide who to pick. And that's all I have to say. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a great day.